って。You're never going to make it as a full-time freelancer. You will always be stuck working for somebody else in a job that you don't like. And you'll only get a taste the freedom that freelancing gives on the side, after work, and on the weekends. Now, that's a pretty crappy way to start a episode of what is the freelance podcast, right? A podcast about helping you guys, other freelancers, make that jump into full-time freelancing. But what I just said there, that whole statement, you have heard it before, I'm assuming. Maybe you've heard it from、uh, coworkers. Maybe you've heard it from family. Maybe you've heard it from yourself. Maybe you have that little, you know, nagging thought in the back of your head that, you know what, you'll, I, I'm never going to get to the point where I can do this full time. But you still continue freelancing. You still continue pushing. And that dream of freelancing full time still exists. I spent a good amount of years in that cycle. That's what we'll call it a cycle. I was freelancing. Every year, freelancing would get a little bit better, but it was so minuscule and it wasn't this big,、uh, this big change that was like, oh, I can see now this is the future. Like, I can do this. Nothing like that. The whole reason that I started the episode out like that was because. When it comes to freelancing full time, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be 100% ready to say, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to support myself 100% by doing client work. You're never going to get to that point. It's really, really hard for a number of different reasons. One of them just simply being, how do you know, you know, Let's just, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is money, right? So, obviously, money is important. We can't shy away from that. You have to be able to pay your bills so you can have a roof over your head and food in your body. How are you going to pay if you don't get any work, right? So, that typically leads to the thought of runway. Runway meaning when I quit my job, I have X amount of dollars saved up to pay my bills for, you know, Y amount of months. For me, When I went full time freelancing, I had a three month runway. Three months is not a very long time. In fact, I'm recording this the middle of March 2016, and three months have already flown completely by. I'm still working on two projects that were supposed to be done early January, and I'm still working on them and haven't gotten paid for them yet. So, this idea of runway. Yeah, you need a runway. Like, you, you can't just quit your job, have zero dollars in the bank, and say that, you know what, I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to make it. It's, that, that would be the hardest thing for you to do. So, you do need some sort of runway. But the whole point of this episode, what we're talking about, is you're never going to have that perfect situation where you can confidently say, I am going to free time full lance for maybe a year. And if I don't make a single dollar, then I'm okay. That's not going to happen. Like, let, let's be honest. And also, too, what would it take for you to get to that point? Think of all that wasted time if you're chasing this ideal of I need to have you know, this specific setup in order to make the jump into full time freelancing. So, what is. 
what, what, what do I feel and, and who am I, right? I'm just some dude that, you know, is sitting in his office right now, uh, recording a podcast that maybe you listen to. Well, obviously you listen to if you're hearing my voice right now, but here's my thoughts on it. And these are purely personal. By no means am I some industry standard staple for freelancers that has been the voice of reason for years and years. But here's how I feel about it. And and I'm just going to kind of tell that story through my own story of deciding to freelance full time. Here I am. It's 2013. uh, 2013. Yep. And I'm in that cycle that I was talking about. I'm in that cycle where I am freelancing at nights and on the weekends. And, you know, things are getting a little bit better uh, in terms of the amount of work, my skill set and all that stuff. Things are getting a little bit better. But there are plenty of times where I don't have work. There are plenty of times where the bank account uh, isn't super padded because I'm bringing in these awesome projects. There are plenty of times where... It's just not, uh, it's not clear that if I was to go full-time freelancing, I can make it. It got to a point where the decision had to be made. I was in a job that I absolutely hated and was having a very, very bad negative effect on me uh, and just kind of the way that I, I was. I knew that I needed to make a change. Here is the information that I had when me and my wife uh, started to strongly consider what does it look like to work for yourself. I have to preface this by saying thank you to my wife, my wife Amy, who from the beginning, uh, she wishes, uh, super supportive, she wishes I would have uh, made the jump long before I actually did. So, if anything, she was the one, uh, you know, behind me, really pushing me to to make that jump. And that's, in my opinion, I think that that's rare. I think that, uh, especially if you're married, um, you know, this is a big decision for your family. We also have a, a daughter. And so it's a big decision when, you know, you're the main breadwinner for the family to leave a salary and rely on the unknown to, you know, Again, have that roof up your head, have that food in your body. But I sat down and I, and, I t- and we talked it out, and here's where I was at. Um, I had only made the the previous year in freelancing, pretty much the the year that I was in. I had only made fifteen thousand um, dollars as my best freelancing year ever. Now. Uh, was not enough to pay our bills, (laughs) obviously. Chances are it's not enough to pay your bills. Uh, If it is, great. Uh, Then your situation is is greatly um, different, and your run-up or runway can be uh, greatly different as well. But I only made $15,000. So that was the only fact that I could kind of uh, hold in my hand and, and take to the bank, is that I've done this before. I know I can do it again. But again, $15,000, we are talking large discrepancy from the $65,000 I was making. So I had to come up, or I had to feel confident that I could make up that $50,000 and, you know, continue on the lifestyle that we had, uh, which was by no means uh, extravagant or anything on a $65,000 salary. But but regardless, we, we lived a, a comfortable life. And 
So, so that was the main thing. Okay, I only made $15,000 freelancing before. Like, can I do this? So what did we have saved up? What did we have saved in the bank? Like I said, we had uh, three months. Three months of our bills paid. The only reason we had three months of our bills paid is that my wife, again, thank you, is uh, she is great and, you know, got us a, a, a budget set up and, and we kind of knew what we were spending, where we were spending, where we could cut back and stuff. And so that's how we knew that we, you know, according to our budget, which accounted for, you know, nearly every uh, expense that we had, not just bills, but food, gas, all that stuff, um, we knew what it took to survive. And, you know, with the money that we had in our bank accounts, we knew that with that budget, we had three months runway. So that's a couple pieces of the puzzle there. What did I make? You know, what's the most I've ever made freelancing before? 15000 Very large discrepancy from what I was bringing in consistently at the time. That is scary. What do we need to survive? How much of a runway financially do we have? In my case, it was three months. The other side of it was, how am I going to get work? You've heard me talk time and time again. I go into it in my course. Uh, In fact, there's a whole module on agencies, but I tend to work with other agencies. This is good for a lot of different reasons. It means that I had uh, created a few relationships that had brought uh, recurring work so I essentially put out, uh, you know, put put the put the word out and said, hey, you know, I, I'm getting ready to to seriously make this jump into full time, you know, how how are things looking? Um, and this wasn't anything concrete that I could necessarily like count on 100, percent but it allowed me to test the water. It let the people that I work with know, hey, I'm going to be more available. Things can be turned around faster. So that that kind of allowed them to think about their business and say, okay, well, if RJ typically takes two weeks to develop a theme, um, you know, now he's telling me it can be done in a week, then great. That changes my timetables. That means maybe I can take some more clients on, which means more work. So if you have people that you have a regular relationship with, let them know, hey, I'm going out full time. Um, because they, that, that could be what they're waiting to hear. That could be the impetus for them to maybe push a little bit harder or close some sales that they have kind of been dragging their feet on because maybe they can move timeframes up to match the clients or, you know, there, there's a, a bunch of different scenarios, but you want to let the people that you work with know, even if it's your own clients, let them know, Hey, I'm about to, you know, do this full time. Uh, if you haven't disclosed that already, maybe you, maybe now is the time because guess what, you know, or even just simply and, and not, let me finish my thought and then I'll go with the new thought that popped into my head because you never know what, uh, what they are going to have available or what your change, how that affects them in more than likely a positive way, being more available, things getting done quicker, so forth and so on. Now, if you don't have relationships with agencies, you obviously at this point have worked with clients. You wouldn't be, well, hopefully you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and you wouldn't be truly considering a jump to full-time freelancing without having freelance before, right? (laughs) That seems silly. So you have clients you've worked with in the past. 
you should definitely send them an email. You don't have to tell them, um, you know, hey, I'm making the jump into full-time freelancing. You can, but it's always a good thing when business is slow to reach out to other clients that you've worked with in the past and just send them a simple email or even a simple phone call. Hey, I just wanted to touch base, see how things were going. I had some free time available. If you have anything that you need done on the website, please let me know and I'll make sure to get you taken care of. All that does is it just kind of reminds the client of potential things that they've been thinking about for maybe some time, you know, maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe six months, who knows? Some things have been like, you know, it'd be nice if we could do this. It gives them uh, an easy way to express that to you. Uh, One, they don't have to find your contact information because you just emailed them or called. And two, it's easy to respond and just say, oh, yeah, we did have a couple things. Uh, They know that you're available, so you don't have to worry about getting that done. But that can be a good way to drum up some uh, potential quick work and work with people that you've worked with before. Okay, so back to the story just a little bit here. Uh, Sitting down with my wife, talking about it like, okay, what does this really look like? What if I did this? Only made $15,000 in freelancing the year before. Big discrepancy for my salary. Only had three months runway of our bills paid. And letting the people that I worked with consistently know, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I would classify that situation as by no means perfect, but not an ideal situation. And I think mainly it comes down to money. You know, I don't want to keep bringing up money, but let's be honest. Like, chances are that's the big deciding factor for you. A lot of people skip around. You know, a lot of successful people that you listen to, read their blogs, uh, whatever, they don't talk about money um, because when you get to a point where you're financially stable, it's easy to kind of shed that anxiety that comes with money a little bit. Not everybody does this, Um, but I don't think money, you know, money is the deciding factor for, you know, let's, let's say 90% of freelancers out there. That's a big chunk. You have to pay bills. You need to make money. Three months is, is not very long. Like I said, three months goes very quickly. You know, when you're freelancing, what if, what if we got hurt? You know, what if we had to go to the hospital, no health insurance or anything like that? Um, you have to think about those things. You know, what if the car breaks down and we need to get it fixed? Then all of a sudden that three-month runway turns into a two-month runway, but we're already one month in, so we only can only pay the next month of our bills, and then what? Uh, you know, th- that those are the kind of the thoughts, the, the doomsdays you have to consider. But here's what I want to say. It's never going to be perfect. You're never going to have a perfect situation. You're never going to have the support of everybody that you know. You're never going to have six months to a year's worth of money saved up in the bank to, you know, experiment with full-time freelancing. Here's what I believe is important. Here's what made me do uh, make the jump. I believed in myself. As corny as that sounds... I believed in myself. I've said on the podcast before, and I'll say it again, I don't like losing. I bet on myself to make this happen. I knew the consequences. If I if we ran out of money, I knew I'd have to get another job. I made my peace with that. 
I knew the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I knew the, uh, crap. You ever have that time where you just can't figure out the word? Um, I knew the importance and the need to make things happen quickly. I understood that. But the main thing that allowed me to make the jump was I believed in myself. I believed I could make this happen. I believed that I could freelance full-time and make it my living. Simple, right? Simple, but the hardest part of making that jump. Do you have enough confidence in yourself? And this isn't about being cocky or or anything like that. It's literally... uh, It's literally a test of the type of person you are. I'm a strong believer in that. Not everybody can freelance. I've seen many people uh, make the jump. I just did air quotes. Make the jump. And then two weeks or a month later, they got a job. Nothing against those people. There's nothing wrong with that. Freelancing is not for everybody. I am a 100% believer that it takes a specific type of person to truly work for themselves for an extended period of time and be successful. Now, that may come off uh, egotistical. That may come off maybe a little brash or me patting me, patting myself on my own back. But it's what I believe. You know, this is my podcast. I can say what I believe. You know, if you uh, agree or or see the reasoning behind it, awesome. If not, you know, let's be honest, maybe the podcast isn't for you. This podcast is meant to help people, help freelancers who truly want to make the jump. So there's no point in fluffing up stuff and trying to make everybody happy all the time, but it takes a certain person. Here I am, two months, or two months, (laughs) two years, three months later. I've never had a month where I had no idea how I was going to pay my bills. I never had a month where I was worried that I was going to make it. And if anything, what that has done for me, it has made me more determined to succeed. Success has not stagnated me. Success has not uh, made me feel comfortable. If anything, it's made me feel less comfortable. Usually around the beginning of the year, I've mentioned it on this podcast, I talk about it with my friends and my family, I get anxiety about, okay, we got to, the previous year is over, it's a clean slate, nothing is owed to me, it's time to go, it's time to work, it's time to get this done. It takes a certain kind of person, and really what it takes is the, the type of person with a little bit of tenacity in them that believes in themselves that they can do it. Because at the end of the day, that is what is going to be one of the major factors of you being successful or not, is belief and confidence in yourself. If you don't have it, rewind to the beginning of the podcast and listen to it. You will never make it as a freelancer. It's just going to be too hard. Okay. That's it. You know, to be honest with you, the podcast took a little bit of a turn. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to get so... um, raw, I guess. I I didn't think it was going to get so dark a little bit, but here is what I'm saying to you guys. Okay. It just takes some confidence. You need to believe in yourself. There are other things you need to get in place. You're never going to find that perfect situation where everybody loves you. You have, you know, $10,000 a month in client work already coming to you. You have a year of your bills paid. That's not going to happen. 
If it happens, then you've waited too long. Uh, You should have made the jump already. So if you're close, and maybe there's just a little doubt, maybe you're kind of teeter-tottering, can I do this? Ask yourself, can I do this? Do I believe that I can make this happen? By no means is this a guarantee it's going to work out for you. So you need to you need to know what that backup plan is. You need to make peace with the fact that you may have to get another job and there's a setback in your freelancing career. All in with this. Confidence is something that uh, can be helped with other people. It doesn't come from Facebook likes. It doesn't come from retweets or, or anything like that. Um, confidence can sometimes be aided by other people. If you have a, if you're in that place where you are thinking that maybe there is a reasonable chance that you are very close or maybe even ready to make that jump into full-time freelancing, let me know. I'm here to help guys. I've told you so many times, reach out to me. Sometimes you just need to bounce an idea off somebody. Sometimes you need a sounding board. It can be so beneficial to have somebody in your corner that has done that before. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I'll have to know your situation and stuff. So you're going to have to, you know, write a long email, but I'll be honest with you. If, uh, you know, maybe after talking with you, I'll say, you know, I think you can do this or I don't think you can, but having somebody else who's been there before, which I had as well with another freelancer that I worked with, it's super helpful. So that's it guys. That's it. Believe in yourself. Situation is never going to be perfect. Don't expect it to be perfect. Take your perfect scenario, probably cut it in half, and it comes down to confidence and just making the jump, taking the leap into full-time freelancing. Super glad I did it. (laughs) Super, super glad I did it as I'm sitting here uh, on a Friday morning getting to record a podcast uh, that I don't make any money from. My dog is sitting on my lap at the moment, curled up. My daughter is eating breakfast, and uh, and my wife will be waking up shortly. <laughs> so it's good, guys. It's good. I'm, I'm thankful for where I'm at. God, this really, this podcast guy. I'm sorry if it got crazy. I'm just going to end it. Okay, this is it. Thank you for listening to the Freelance Podcast. Reach out if you guys have any questions. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Like that.